Thank you so much for joining us on the CFF Podcast. Today, Pastor Pablo Martinez will be bringing you a powerful message from the Word of God. Prepare your heart and get ready to receive everything that God has for you. This is your home. Good morning, CFF. It is so good to be with you one more time. We've missed you so much. I feel like we've been gone for a long time. But I know the Lord fed us a banquet these last two weeks. Some of you guys are like, Pastor, you got to leave more often. It's so beautiful to have amazing people in this church that can share the word of God with, with that gifting and that anointing. Pero es increíble poder tener gente en esta iglesia que pueden compartir la palabra de Dios con esa unción. And uh, today we're going to share uh, the last shedding of Jesus' blood. When I share when Jesus was pierced on his side, and it is believed that they did this to make sure he was dead. We find it in the book of John, chapter 19, verse 32 through 34. I'm going to go ahead and read it and it says so the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first man and of the other who was crucified with him but coming to Jesus when they saw that he was already dead they did not break his legs but one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood and water came out and he has seen and who has seen has testified and his testimony is true and he who knows that he is telling the truth so that you may also believe. Vinieron pues los soldados y quebraron las piernas al primer hombre y al otro que había sido crucificado con él. Pero al llegar a Jesús, cuando vieron que ya estaba muerto, no le quebraron las piernas. Pero uno de los soldados le abrió el costado con, un, con una lanza y al instante salió sangre y agua. Y el que ha visto ha dado testimonio y su testimonio es verdadero y él sabe que dice la verdad para que también ustedes crean. It's amazing that they didn't pierce Jesus to kill him. Es sorprendente que no atravesaron a Jesús para matarlo. The Bible says that Jesus was already dead. La Biblia dice que él ya estaba muerto. And John doesn't tell us uh, that he was pierced because uh, they wanted to kill him. Rather, they, uh, he tells us that this was so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Y Juan nos dice esto para que la escritura sea completa. It says also that those that see may testify and that they know that this is true. Y dicen que aquellos que vieron pueden testificar y saben que esto es cierto. Meaning people wanted to say that Jesus was just, you know, uh, maybe passed out or that they took him out and he was still alive and that's why he walked around for so many days after the crucifixion. La gente quiere decir que Jesús simplemente se desmayó y por eso pudo caminar después de la crucifixión. But this is part of the evidence that Jesus was in fact dead. He was pierced on his side. He was pierced in his heart and this is why blood and water came out. Y esta es parte de la evidencia de que él realmente estaba muerto, lo, lo, lo atravesaron del costado y sangre y agua salió de su corazón. I don't have the time to explain why blood and water came out, although it is a beautiful meaning, and I don't have the time to explain also the medical reasons why water would gush out of a person's side. No tengo el tiempo para explicarte por qué agua y sangre juntos, aunque es realmente precioso esto, y también tampoco tengo tiempo de darte la explicación médica por qué agua sale también del costado. The reason I don't have time because I want to spend the time with you explaining why it is that Jesus allowed his body 
to be pierced and blood come from his side and that is for you and for me for my healing and your healing y la razón por la cual no tengo tiempo es porque quiero enfocarme realmente en por qué Dios o Jesús permitió que esto le pasara y es por tu sanidad y mi sanidad Jesus came with a purpose Jesús vino con un propósito and that purpose was to heal you y ese propósito era para sanarte to heal your broken heart para sanar tu corazón quebrantado you know, I was reading this week about hearts and, and what the heart is It's yo so leía beautiful. esta semana qué represento qué significa el corazón y es algo tan hermoso I was reading about heart conditions leía acerca de las condiciones del corazón and I realized that just about everybody in the world has a heart condition y me doy cuenta que todos tenemos una condición del corazón una condición cardíaca I mean what would you say if somebody called you and said uh, your doctor perhaps and says you know what I just wanted to call and inform you that you have a heart condition ¿Qué harías si tu doctor te llama y te dice, hey, quiero llamarte para avisarte que tienes una condición en tu corazón? Well, I need to tell you that you do have a heart condition. Déjame decirte, tú tienes una condición en tu corazón. And the solution is not what people think it is. Y la solución no es lo que la gente piensa. The solution to your heart condition is always found in Christ. La solución para tu problema en tu corazón siempre está en Cristo. As a matter of fact, the reason why Jesus came, the reason why he died, the reason why he allowed someone to pierce his side is to bring healing to your broken heart. De de hecho, la razón por la cual vino y él permitió que su costado fuera atravesado es para poder sanar tu corazón. Now listen, if you're anything like me, you may be saying, I don't have a broken heart. Escucha, si tú eres como yo, puedes decir, ah, yo no tengo un corazón quebrantado. Some of us are very hard pressed to admit that our heart has ever been broken. Algunos somos muy duros para poder admitir que nuestro corazón ha sido quebrantado. You know what, Chris? It said that women heal so much faster from a broken heart than men. Christian, se dice que las que las mujeres sanan más rápido el corazón que los hombres. Because women grieve their process. Porque las mujeres when something happens to them they say it they, they, they may scream it they may, may cry it out but men don't even want to admit it but the symptoms are there now whether you think you have a heart condition or not I believe that there's a fight for your heart and if it's not broken it might have been taken hostage Listen, the Bible says this. Escucha, la Biblia dice lo siguiente. That you ought to guard your heart above all else. Que debes de guardar tu corazón sobre todas las cosas. Because that is where the wellspring of life is. Porque de ahí mana la vida. The Bible says literally above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. La Proverbs 4:23. En Proverbios guarda tu corazón sobre todas las cosas porque de ahí Now listen, what would you need to guard your heart? Escucha, ¿por qué tenemos que guardar nuestros corazones? You don't guard something in your house that is not valuable and that is not vulnerable. Tú no guardas algo que no es valioso o no es vulnerable. Man, there's a big old rock in your house. You're not going to go and guard it. It's number one, not valuable. Number two, it, chances are they're not going to take it. Si hay una gran piedra en tu casa, no la vas a guardar. ¿Por qué? Porque no es valioso y seguramente nadie se la va a llevar. But maybe you have important documents or jewelry and for that, you guard them, you protect them. Pero a lo mejor tienes documentos importantes o joyas y esas sí las guardas y las cuidas. Or maybe it's your children, you take care of them, you look after them, you make sure they're okay. O a lo mejor son tus hijos, tú los cuidas, estás seguras de que estén bien. And the Bible tells you you need to guard your heart. Y la Biblia nos dice tenemos que guardar nuestro corazón. Guard from who? Guardarlo de quién? Guard from what? De, o de qué cosa? The Bible's very specific. La Biblia es muy específica. It says that the enemy roars around like a he prowls around like a like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. La Biblia dice 
que hay, el enemigo está como un león rugiente buscando a quien devorar. He's a snare. He's somebody who ensnares, who, who traps. He's a hunter. Él es un cazador. Él es alguien que está atento para atrapar y cazar. Either a heart is broken or a heart is ransomed. The heart is taken captive. El corazón no está quebrantado o ha sido cautivado. Now some of us and some of you may be able, may, may be thinking, Pastor, what does it mean to have a captured heart? Y algunos de ustedes se preguntan, Pastor, ¿qué significa tener un corazón cautivado o capturado? A heart that is captured. It means that a heart that is not free to love, a heart that is not free to be what God called it to be. Un corazón capturado significa un corazón que no está listo para amar o hacer lo que Dios lo ha llamado a hacer. The enemy may take a man's heart and capture it for his own pleasures. Puede que el enemigo capture tu corazón y lo tome para sus propios placeres. I want to just explain this this incredible concept of a free heart, a healthy heart. Quiero explicarte este concepto de un corazón libre. A heart that is not healthy cannot meet its functions, cannot do what it's supposed to do. The heart is the most incredible organ in our entire body. Listen, I don't know, know if you knew this, but the heart is only the size of a man's hand, like the fist. A man's heart weighs about one pound and a woman's heart weighs about two ounces less. On average. Una libra y el de las mujeres dos onzas menos que el del hombre. Each day your heart pumps 2,000 gallons of blood. Cada día tu corazón pal, palpita o hace correr dos mil galones de sangre. Listen, escucha. Your heart, tu corazón, the size of a man's fist, el tamaño del puño de un hombre, pumps 2,000 gallons, like the gallon of milk, 2,000 of those every single day. Bombea dos galones de sangre todos los días. Dos mil, perdón, dos mil galones de sangre todos los días. It beats 115,000 times a day. Late 115,000 veces al día. It's, if you were to extend the blood vessels, they would go out 60,000 miles. Si tú extendieras los vasos sanguíneos, serían aproximadamente 60,000 millas. And there is a constant flow because of your heart. Y está constantemente fluyendo por tu corazón. But some people have heart conditions. Pero hay gente que tiene condición o problemas cardíacas, These are some of the functions of the heart. Esta es una de las funciones del corazón. But what happens when a heart is not well? Pero qué pasa cuando un corazón no está bueno, no está is that the body begins to suffer. Es que el cuerpo empieza a sufrir. I heard that Christmas Day, and this is actually a fact, that Christmas Day is the most common day of the year for heart attacks. Yo um, leí que el día de Navidad es el día más común para los problemas en el corazón. Isn't that crazy that Christmas Day is the day where most people get heart attacks? Es el día donde la, donde la mayoría de gente tiene problemas cardíacos o ataques al corazón. Why is this? ¿Por qué? There's a lot of people with broken hearts. Hay mucha gente con corazones rotos. A lot of people that feel like that day should be great and amazing and there's a lot of letdowns. Mucha gente que siente que ese día tiene que ser impresionante, pero hay mucha decepción. There's a lot of people that suffer so much stress during those seasons. Hay mucha gente que sufre tanto estrés durante esa temporada. Loneliness is felt the most. Soledad, soledad es cuando más se siente. There is such thing as problems of the heart not that are physical but they become physical because of the emotional hay tantos problemas que no son físicos pero se vuelven físicos porque son problemas emocionales al principio because of stress por el estrés there are symptoms hay síntomas that are physical symptoms Física, síntomas físicos that happen because of what's happening in our emotions que pasa por lo que están pasando en nuestras emociones this leads me to believe y esto me lleva a creer that there are two types of hearts que hay dos tipos de corazón the heart that you and I know, which is the physical heart. El corazón que tú y yo conocemos, que es el corazón físico. 
And the heart that God is looking after. Y el corazón que Dios busca. And that is the spiritual version of your heart. Y esa es la, la versión espiritual de tu corazón. Just as I explain to you some of the functions and some of the, the features of the human heart. Y así como te acabo de explicar las funciones del corazón humano. Let me explain to you some of the functions of your spiritual heart. Déjame explicarte las funciones de tu corazón espiritual. The Bible describes the heart as the truest part of you. La Biblia describe el corazón como tu parte más importante de It is ti. where the most comprehensive part about your about your being is. Es donde lo más comprensivo de tu ser se encuentra. It is not just a condition, it's not just an organ, it is also a spiritual organ. No es un órgano nada más, también es un órgano espiritual. The first function of a spiritual heart y la primera función de un corazón espiritual Please listen carefully. Escucha por favor cuidadosamente. Is to act as a gate. Es actuar como una, un portón. Un portón. It's, a, it's that one gate that decides who to let in and who not to let in. Es ese portón que decide quién puede entrar y quién no puede entrar. According to the condition of your heart. Conforme a la, la condición de tu corazón. Is who you allow into your life. Es quien tú permites que entra a tu vida. Some people are very lonely. Hay gente que están tan solos. Because of the condition of their heart. Por la condición de su corazón. Some people have so much bitterness and anger. Tienen tanta amargura o enojo. Because of who they have allowed to come into their heart. Por quién han permitido entrar en sus vidas. The heart is a gate. El corazón es el portón. The heart is this, this, this the, the function of the heart is, is To, to create boundaries in your life. La función de tu corazón es crear también um, fronteras. Fronteras en tu vida. It, it, it creates limits in your life. Crea límites en tu vida. That's not necessarily a bad thing, not always. Y no es necesariamente algo malo. Because it could protect your life. Porque puede proteger tu vida. Here's the thing. Esto es el, el, lo que pasa. There are many broken hearts. Hay tantos corazones rotos. Because they have trusted someone. Porque han confiado en alguien. The gate was open. El portón fue abierto. You let them into your heart. Permitiste que entraran en tu corazón. And they broke your trust. Y quebrantaron tu confianza. It's also believed or it's also said they broke your heart. También se dice que lastimaron tu corazón. When the gate is broken, when the heart is broken. Cuando el portón o el corazón está roto. There are two ways people react. Hay dos maneras como la gente reacciona. Number one. Número uno. If the gate is broken and the heart has been attacked. Si el portón ha sido roto y el corazón ha sido atacado. And uh, a person believes that something valuable, valuable has been taken from them. La gente cree que algo valioso se han llevado de su vida. Then the gate will remain open to whoever and whenever since there's nothing else of value to keep. Y el portón permanecerá, permanecerá abierto a cualquiera porque ya no hay nada valioso que guardar. So now you let anyone into your life. Así que tú permites que cualquiera entre a tu vida. Sometimes you let people that you know you shouldn't let. Hay veces que dejas que entre gente que no tendría que entrar. And they end up doing things that are worse. Y hacen cosas que son terminan siendo mucho peor. And destroy a life even worse. Y destruyen mucho más tu vida. And so the gate is broken. Así que el portón es quebrantado. Because the heart is broken. Porque el corazón está roto. Another way when people respond when their heart is broken is they they, bar they barricaded. Otra manera de que como la gente responde cuando el portón está roto o el corazón es roto es que ponen barricas. They now completely shut it off. Completamente se cierran. And they say things like this, never again. Y dicen cosas como esta, nunca más. This will never happen again. Esto jamás me volverá a pasar. And you completely close off. Y completamente te cierras. You close off to people that may love you. Te cierras a la gente que te ama. Close off to the love of God. Te cierras al amor de Dios. And you close off to opportunities. And so this is what happens when the function of that heart is not proper. When the heart is not working properly, when the spiritual heart is not working 
the way it should. Como cuando el corazón espiritual no funciona correctamente o como tendría que funcionar. Jesus came to set the captives free. Jesús vino para liberar a los cautivos. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that Jesus, in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor and he has sent me to heal the broken hearted. En Lucas 4, 18 dice, el Espíritu del Señor está sobre mí porque me ungió para predicar el Evangelio a los pobres. Me ha enviado a sanar a los quebrantados de corazón. So God is wanting to heal that broken heart. Dios quiere sanar ese, ese corazón roto. He wants to restore your broken gates. Él quiere restaurar tu portón roto. Through the blood of his Son Jesus Christ. A través de la sangre de su hijo Jesucristo. He wants to bring healing to your heart. Él quiere traer sanidad a tu corazón. So that you would allow the right people into your life. Para que permitas que entre la gente correcta a tu vida. And you would have the strength to say no to certain things and certain people that don't need to be in it. Y tengas la fuerza para decir no a aquellas cosas y aquellas personas que no tienen que entrar. I thank God for my life. I, mean, I thank God for my heart. Because although it's been hurt many times. Many times as a pastor we also get hurt. But I have found the secret of, of, of being healed by the blood of Jesus Christ. I want to say something to you. It is difficult to trust an unhealthy heart. When a person is unhealthy. It's very hard to trust. Them. Because they may betray and justify it because of their pain. If you're going through pain, if your heart is not working properly, I want to tell you that the blood of Jesus has the power to heal it. Time will never heal it. Time does not heal a broken heart. As a matter of fact, lack of forgiveness, resentment, it doesn't forgive. Vengeance never, never heals a broken heart. It only infects it. It only makes it worse. What does heal a broken heart is the power and the love of God. It's the blood that Jesus shed from his side so that your heart would work properly. Let your gates of your life work properly. The second way that the heart works or the second function of the heart La segunda función del corazón. is that the heart decides what to believe. Es que el corazón decide qué creer. The heart decides what to believe in God, what to believe about God and what not to believe about God. El corazón decide qué creer respecto a Dios y qué no creer respecto a Dios. In Romans 10.9 it says if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. En Romanos 10:9 dice, si declaras con tu boca, Jesús es el Señor, y crees en tu corazón que Dios lo levantó de los muertos, tú serás salvo. There are many Christians Hay muchos cristianos that are unbelievers. Que son a cristianos no creyentes. Did you hear what I just said? Escuchaste lo que dije. There are many Christians Hay muchos cristianos by the world's definition por la definición del mundo by maybe even your definition. A mejor tu definición. You may read the Bible. Tú puede que leas la Biblia. You may go to church. Puede que vayas a la iglesia. You may pray. Puede que ores. You may sing. Puede que cantes. You may tithe. Puede que diezmes. You may be tuning in puede que estés conectado faithfully week after week fielmente semana tras semana but you may still have an unbelieving heart pero puede que tengas un corazón no creyente 
and if you have an unbelieving heart your life will reflect it your nerves will reflect it your Instagram will reflect it everything you do will reflect it my fear is not that one day I will die one fe my fear is this that I will die with an unbelieving heart the Bible talks about this over and over and over that an unbelieving heart is sinful and wicked when a heart doesn't believe what Jesus said as true, as fact as promised. It doesn't matter what you do in your life. The Lord will see it and count it as wickedness. Let me explain it like this. There are people that believe with their heads but their hearts are not convinced. You believe that Jesus is alive. You believe in the historical Christ. You may even believe he has power. But with your heart, you don't believe that his heart is for you. You don't believe in his promises. And so you freak out when things change. You don't believe in his provision. Because your heart is broken. Because your heart is damaged. Maybe it's been let down before. Therefore, you don't believe in God. And you think he's also going to let you down. I need you to listen to this the God who loves you who created you and this entire universe has thousands of promises that he intends to deliver for you on your behalf a person with an unbelieving heart is a person that has a broken heart when a heart is working properly when a spiritual heart has been healed it becomes like a child's heart I love my kids so much to be honest I love kids kids are incredible I love how innocent they are if you tell your son my, my seven year old if I tell him hey buddy I think the moon is made from like out of cheese. Si yo le digo a mi hijo de siete años, hey, creo que la luna es de queso. At first he'll say nah. Primero me dirá nah. But then he'll begin to believe his dad. Pero luego le empezará a creerle a su papá. Do you know why? Sabes por qué? It's not because he's a fool. No es porque es tonto. It's because he hasn't been let down enough yet. Sino porque no lo han decepcionado lo suficiente. He still todavía. wants to believe. Sigue queriendo creer. He still has the faith of a child. Tiene la fe de un niño. Now obviously I'm not going to teach my kid that the moon's made out of cheese. Obviamente yo no le voy a enseñar a mi hijo que la luna es de queso. But I am going to teach my son that God is so good. Pero le voy a enseñar a mi hijo que Dios es tan bueno. And with that beautiful healthy heart he will receive it and he will believe this is why it's so important Por eso es tan to understand what the Bible says lo que la dice. of children is the kingdom of heaven why is that? ¿Por qué? is it because of their size? ¿Es por su it's because of their heart no, por su they have believing hearts if you have realized that you have doubts in your heart maybe it's not anyone else's fault but maybe your heart is not healthy and before the end of this sermon we will pray that God brings his healing beautiful soothing oil over your heart 
en tu corazón that you can believe again para que tú puedas volver a creer believe in his power creer en su poder believe in his promises en sus promesas believe in his purpose en su propósito believe in his love en su amor your heart tu corazón has many functions tiene muchas funciones and I want to share with you one more function y quiero compartir una más we already covered that the heart is a gate ya cubrimos que el corazón es el portón the heart also decides what to believe. But the heart also decides what to believe about yourself. Your heart decides what to think about you. Proverbs 23, 7 says, For as he thinks within himself, so he is. Proverbios 23, 7 dice, porque como él piensa dentro de sí mismo, así es él. The heart is your inner man. El, el, tu corazón es tu hacer de adentro. Your hombre interior. The, your heart describes who you are honestly, who you really, really are. Tu corazón describe realmente quién eres tú. We live life from the inside out, not from the outside in. Vivimos vidas de adentro hacia afuera, no de afuera hacia adentro. Let me repeat that again. Lo voy a repetir una vez más. We live lives Vivimos vidas from the inside out de adentro hacia afuera and not from the outside in. Y no de adentro, de afuera hacia People adentro. think that life is what we have out here la gente piensa que la vida es lo que tenemos aquí and that's going to fill us in here. Y eso nos va a llenar aquí adentro. And it's completely twisted. Y está completamente It's what we have in here distorsionado. Es lo que tenemos aquí that value or devalues whatever's outside. It's what's inside of your heart. It's what you think about you that you will decide based on that reasoning. It is so important for we to understand that the function of a healthy heart is to have a proper view of itself. That the way God sees you is the way you are. Not the way that a broken heart sees itself. If a person has a heart that is not working, if they have a heart condition, and if they're single, they're going to choose according to that heart condition. If a single person sees themselves as not as valuable as God says, then they're going to choose based on that value. Si una persona soltera no se cree tan valioso como Dios los ve, entonces van a elegir respecto a eso y it's no called, respecto a lo que Dios quiere de ellos. It's called low self-esteem. Se llama bajo autoestima. If your self-esteem, if the way you esteem yourself is low, you're going to choose life that way. Si tu estima es baja, vas a elegir la vida de esa manera. Some of you have never applied for a job that you would have gotten because you didn't think yourself enough. Algunos de ustedes no aplicaron para ese trabajo que pudieron haber recibido porque no se creen lo suficientemente capaces de hacer ese And trabajo. And that is not because you're not smart enough. Y no es porque no eres lo suficientemente It's not even because you don't have a college degree or a master's or a doctorate. Ni porque a lo mejor no tienes una licenciatura o una maestría o un doctorado. I know some people that have titles. Yo conozco gente que tiene títulos. But their hearts are damaged. Pero sus corazones están dañados. And they never go for anything. Y nunca van por cualquier cosa. They don't try. No tratan. They don't lunge into the deep. No van a lo más Yet I also know people that God has healed their hearts and God is doing wonders in their lives and through their lives. Have you ever seen people that shouldn't be where they are? Come on. 
tendrían que estar donde están. But they are. Pero están. And you say, why are they there? Y dices, ¿por qué esa persona pudo their llegar heart dared to try. Porque su corazón estuvo dispuesto a tratar. Because their heart believed. Porque su corazón creyó. And guess what? Y adivina qué. God wants to give you a healthy heart. Dios quiere darte un corazón sano. A heart that dares to believe that you deserve better, that you deserve more. Un corazón que se atreve a pensar que tú te mereces más. Not because you are awesome. No porque eres increíble. But because God who made you made you like him. Sino porque Dios quien te creó te creó como He made you wonderfully. Él te hizo The Bible says that you were fearfully and wonderfully made. La dice que hecho I love First John, uh, John chapter 1, 12 through 13. It says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Juan 1.12 dice, sin embargo, a todos los que lo recibimos, a los que creyeron en su nombre, les dio el derecho de convertirse o ser llamados hijos de Dios. To become children of God. En convertirse en hijos de Dios. You may not even know your father. Puede que no conozcas ni siquiera tu papá. You don't know who your dad is, no, your mom. No sabes quién es tu papá o a lo mejor Maybe tu mamá. you were a foster child, you were adopted. A lo mejor fuiste adoptado. But the Bible says that you're a child of God. Que tú eres hijo de Dios. That you're a child of God. Que tú eres un hijo de Maybe Dios. Maybe your dad abandoned you. Maybe your mom compared you always downward towards your brother. You're saying, why can't you be like him? Why can't you be like her? And I got to tell you why. Because you're a child of the Almighty God. You are who God made you to be. If you believe in Christ, if your heart believes in Christ, in who he is, on who he is and what he says, you're a child child of God, Tú eres hijo de Dios. if you accepted him as your dad, as your Lord, as your Savior, if you grab on to his truth, to his laws, to his promises, let me put it like this, Lo voy a poner de esta the enemy has done a great job, El enemigo ha hecho un gran trabajo. and it makes me mad, y me hace enojar. I've taken captive the territory of the heart. De tomar cautivo el territorio del corazón. Because your heart is a territory. Porque tu corazón es un territorio. Your heart is a territory that belongs to God. Tu, cor tu corazón es el ter territorio que le pertenece a Dios. And there has been an incredible battle waged against your heart and the enemy has taken it captive. Y ha habido grandes batallas y tú, el enemigo lo ha tomado cautivo. See, many times people live as slaves of Satan. Mucha gente vive como esclavos de Satanás. Now before you log off, because people don't like that word, Satan. Antes de que te desconectes porque la gente no le gusta la palabra Satanás. Many people live enslaved by the enemy. Mucha gente vive esclavos del enemigo. Now, you know I'm not this like over spiritual person. I don't see demons in every corner. Y yo no soy esta persona sobre espiritual y ve demonios en cada esquina. Every time someone comes to me, I don't only tell them, oh, fast and pray, fast and pray. Cuando, I do ask them to fast and pray. Cuando alguien viene a mí, no solamente digo, ora y ayuna, ora y ayuna. But we also are si very le, practical. Aunque sí les pedimos que hagan eso, pero también somos muy prácticos. But I need you to grab this. Pero necesito que entiendas esto. That Satan has a purpose. Satanás tiene un propósito. And that is to enslave you. Y eso es para insolarte. This is why Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted and to set the captives Free. Y por eso Jesús vino a sanar a los cautivos, perdón, a sanar a los, a los enfermos y liberar a los cautivos. God came. Dios vino. Jesus came. Jesús vino. To set you free. Para hacerte libre. To deliver the land that belongs to him. Para liberar la tierra que le pertenece a él. Many times. Muchas veces. People think themselves. La gente se piensa de so sí lowly. Tan abajo. Because of what they've done. Por lo que han hecho. It's almost like we become prisoners of our past. Es como si nos volviéramos prisioneros de nuestro pasado. 
It's almost like the beautiful workmanship of God has been run and destroyed. Es como si la obra preciosa de Jesús ha sido rota y destruida. It's almost like if God didn't choose you. Es como si Dios no tuviera elegido. There's so much condemnation in people's lives. Hay tanta condenación en la vida de la gente. I want to read to you these verses so you understand exactly what Jesus came to do. Quiero leerte esos versículos para que entiendas lo que Jesús vino a hacer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Por tanto, si alguno está en Cristo, es nueva creación. El viejo ha fallecido. He aquí ha llegado lo nuevo. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Porque somos hechura wow. suya, creados en Cristo Jesús para buenas obras, las cuales Dios preparó de antemano para que caminemos en ellas. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Pero tú eres una generación escogida, un real sacerdocio, nación santa, su propio pueblo especial, para que puedas pro proclamar las alabanzas de aquel que te llamó de las tinieblas a su luz there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So you are in Christ, you're a new creation. You're his workmanship. Eres created for good works. Para obras. You are a chosen generation. Eres una you are a royal priesthood. Eres un real you are a holy nation. You are his special people. Eres su There is no condemnation for you. Y no hay para ti. And that is what a healthy heart looks like. Y así se ve un you walk not according to your past, tú no a tu but according to who God says you are a lo que Dios dice que tú eres. and the future that you have in him. Y el I can keep on going and going and going. Y puedo seguir y seguir y seguir. But I need you to remember something. Pero que algo. When God says to guard your heart. Dios dice que tu because from it, all your life comes out of that. De él mana la vida. What God is really trying to tell you. Lo que Dios is to value your heart. Es que tu to make sure that you know. Que te que tú sepas that that heart that God gave you, que ese que Dios te dio, if it's healthy, si está saludable, it can bring him so much glory. Puede tanta it can bless your family so Puede much. Tanto. It can raise generations for him. Puede para él. But when a heart is not healthy, Pero un no es it does no one any good. No le hace nadie nada bueno. It brings God no glory. No le da Dios la when a heart is broken, un está I said earlier that it is hard to trust it. Te dije antes que es en él. I didn't say it's hard to love it. No dije que es I said it's hard to trust it. Es en él. You can love a broken heart. Tú amar un roto. But trusting broken hearts is difficult. Pero en rotos es May God heal your heart. Que Dios sane tu so you can be trusted with more. Para que ser con más y más. When a heart is wounded. Un está when a heart is broken, está y they find the wrong things on everything. Lo malo en cosa. They need 
pick at everything Nos quejamos de todo. when a heart is wounded un corazón está herido, you could barely touch it apenas si lo puedes tocar. and it explodes y explota inmediatamente. why would you say that? ¿Por qué dices eso? you have no idea what you said no tienes idea lo que dices. but you touch the wound of the heart Pero tocas la herida del corazón. when a heart is wounded it isolates itself Cuando un corazón está herido, se, uh, se aleja. unless it finds another wounded heart a menos que encuentra otro, otro corazón roto. and then it just it attracts to each other y se I'm amazed every time I see it. A mí me sorprende cada vez que lo veo. Although I see it so often. Aunque lo vea tan seguido. One wounded heart will always draw to the other wounded heart. Un corazón herido siempre uh, guiará a otro corazón herido. Because misery loves company. Porque la, mis la miseria ama la compañía. So what are we going to do? Así que, ¿qué vamos a hacer? What do you do with a wounded heart? ¿Qué haces con un corazón lastimado? I told you you need to love a person with a wounded heart. Te dije que tienes que amar al corazón lastimado. But you need to pray for a person with a wounded heart. Pero tienes que orar por ese corazón. I would love to pray for you right now. Yo quiero orar por ustedes ahorita. I want to give you two very practical things to do if you realize your heart has been wounded. Y quiero darte dos consejos muy prácticos si te das cuenta que tu corazón está lastimado. Or maybe your heart has been taken captive. O a lo mejor si tu corazón ha sido cautivado. Jesus shed his blood from his side. Jesús derramó su sangre de su costado. The soldiers wanted to make sure that he was dead. Los soldados quieren asegurarse que él estaba muerto. And so they pierced him on his side into his heart. Así que atravesaron su costado hacia su corazón. And from there flowed blood and water. Y de ahí salió sangre y agua. Blood is for the cleansing of your sins. La sangre es para limpiar tus pecados. And the water is for the giving of life. Y el agua es para darte vida. God allowed his blood to be spilled from his side. Dios permitió que su sangre fuera to bring healing to the brokenhearted. I would love to ask you to do something to listen to one more verse. This verse is something that impacts me every single time. It was written by a man who had fallen so deep. He was a great king who fell into the sin of lust. He fell into the sin of laziness. Into sin of pride. That led him to murder a man. He got a woman pregnant who was not his wife. His son eventually died. He lied to an entire kingdom. And yet he was called a man after God's own heart. He was a man deeply flawed. But a man who knew where to find healing. In the moment when he's confronted with his sin. And he mourns and he's hurting. He does the right thing. With his broken heart. Psalm 51.10 says. Create in me a pure heart, O God. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Crea en mí un corazón puro, oh Dios, y renueva dentro de mí un espíritu firme. Create in me a pure heart. Crea en mí un corazón puro. Oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Oh Dios, y renueva dentro de mí un espíritu firme. Would you ask God with me? Pídele a Dios conmigo. To create in you a pure heart. Que haga y quiere en ti un corazón puro. To clean your heart. Que limpie tu corazón. To disinfect your heart. Que disinfecte tu corazón. To allow his blood. Y permite que su sangre. To flow through your heart. To allow his life que tú que su vida to give you life te dé vida. to heal your broken heart Sane tu to take back that which the enemy has stolen. Que una vez más lo que el ha Why don't we ask God together right now no le a Dios to give us a steadfast spirit que again. Nos un firme. An unmovable spirit. Algo que no nos mueva jamás. You know, God will do it now. Sabes, Dios lo hará. Close your eyes with me. Sus ojos. Let's pray.
Dear God, thank you so much Señor, because you shed your blood on the cross tu tu cru, tu en la cruz. with great intent, with purpose. Con gran y Dear God, it wasn't a waste. Señor, no fue desperdiciado. That blood that fell to the ground, esa, it was not a waste. Esa sangre que cayó al piso no fue desperdiciada. Lord, we know it was spilled for us. Sabemos que fue derramada por nosotros. And we declare now, y lo declaramos ahora, by the power of the Holy Spirit, por el poder del Espíritu Santo, that your blood has the power, que tu sangre tiene el poder, to heal our hearts, para sanar nuestros corazones. Dear God, I declare now, Señor, yo declaro that ahora, everyone under the sound of my voice, que cada persona bajo el sonido de mi voz, that your your blood, God, has now a healing power over them right where you guys are close your eyes and ask God to heal your heart why don't you put your hand over your heart and ask God to heal it now dear God I pray now to bring healing over those hearts let your blood wash away betrayal God let your blood wash away every person that has been let down God, everyone that has felt that they let them down, that they expected something and it was not met. God, I pray right now that you bring healing. God, bring healing to those that have felt judged. Those that feel alone and feel depressed. Dear God, I pray right now those that are captive in their hearts, I pray God that your blood would set them free. Holy Spirit, God, bring freedom to the captives. Heal the brokenhearted. Right where you are, whether it's your living room, your kitchen, or outside. The love of God will cover you in the name of Jesus now. God, bring healing, please. Restore. Let them love again and be loved again, God. Let them dream once more, God. Let them be bold and daring and try new things, God. To dare to believe that you have greater things for them. Dear God, restore the self-esteem. God, let people see what you see in them. Let them see that you see them with eyes of a loving father. And not a judging image. Dear God, you're a loving dad. And I declare that all your children, they look like you. They sound like you. And they have your purpose. Dear God, thank you so much. Because it is you who began the good work. And you will be faithful to complete it. I declare, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that our hearts are yours. They are in your hands. Why don't you give God your heart? Give God your heart now. Don't open your eyes just yet. Give him one more minute. Better yet, give him your heart. In Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 5, 6 dice, Confía en el Señor con todo tu corazón y no se apoye en sus propios entendimientos. Reconócelo en todos tus caminos y él enderezará tu senda. Dear God, I... 
pray right now that if anyone wants to trust you with all their hearts if they would deposit their heart into your hands God that you bring strength to them that you straighten out their crooked paths I declare in the name of Jesus that their paths have taken a new direction because their hearts are in your hands in your name we pray Amen, amen and amen. amen if you pray this prayer there's one step that you need to take and it's not to live out of reason but live according to faith Blas Pascal a French philosopher said the heart has its reasons that reason does not know Pascal dijo los corazones tienen razones que las razones no tienen the heart has his reasons that the heart does not know sometimes things will not make sense to you and this is where you have to trust God in a time when many things don't make sense where so much information is going around this is the time to trust God and to say Lord here's my heart protect it, take care of it it will be so encouraging to you to trust Him and to know that He is God God bless you guys so much we will see you guys next week take care, God bless